Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. But we are ready. I love this song. It's the Seekers. But it's apropos for today and the president and what's going on. Why is that, people? Yeah, this is just one of those things. Every time I turn around, we're running out of leaders, right? I'm surprised he hasn't called leader of Mexico. All right, here's the deal. I'll stop building any kind of wall. Just tell me, do you have any dirt on Biden, his kids? Who who was looking in on me? I'll t- I'm telling you, I'll stop building anything. In fact, I, would, I will welcome everybody. Just tell me who it is. Just somebody tell me. So with all of this stuff, because he pushed, apparently, Mr. Morrison is the leader of uh, prime minister in a call. If there's anything that you could do for me, it would be super fabulous. That'd be fantastic. Now, what he's pushing there is he's still trying to figure out, and he has every right, and I think they should have. I've always said that the the Department of Justice needs to look in to the FISA warrants, to all of the stuff, why you're listening and looking in to then candidate and eventually president-elect, I think he have every right to look into that. Pushing people in certain situations is, and maybe potentially a quick pro quo. Somebody said, well, what's the difference between, you know, the quick pro quo like this and Biden? I'll tell you the difference. If you're looking into something for your gain as opposed to the country's gain. It's so presidents are supposed to do this. Leaders are supposed to say, you want this? You better do something for me and my country, right? And the safety of us. Not, hey, help me out. And that's what the Democrats are trying to do. And then you got Barr going to Italy, and it's not because his name is Barrella. It is because he's there for other reasons. Sources telling our team that Bill Barr went to Italy last week to meet with senior intelligence officials there as part of the Justice Department's investigation into the origins of the Russia probe. Nearly three years after this election, this is something President Trump is still fixated on, but Democrats are likely to be enraged by this. They will see this as an example of President Trump using his office to advance his personal political gain. Well, of course, that's what they're going to look at. But here's the thing. The reality is, is we have a right to know what's going on. I said it earlier. I could say it again. It's not the Democrats talking points or the Republican talking points. I'd like to know what took place and why you were listening in. I think everybody has a right to know that. And the more you push against it, the more it makes you look like maybe you've got a little something to hide. Maybe they overstepped. And the same thing goes with Hunter Biden's kid. I'm not saying you did anything untoward. I'm not saying any of those things. What I am saying is you know nothing about oil and gas, yet you're getting paid 600 grand a year. You knew nothing about investment banking, but all of a sudden you guys get a billion dollars for investment banking from China. There are questions that absolutely should be answered because I think we have a right to know. I mean, if it was, and this weekend, right, Bill Moore came out and he hammered them saying, you guys, this is, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous.
Who profits from this as far as Democratic presidential candidates go? At first, I thought it would have been Joe Biden. He's the, the hero that the villain is opposing. But the more I read about this, no, I don't think he was doing something terrible in Ukraine. But it's just so, why can't politicians tell their f***ing kids, get a job? It's too swampy. Get a goddamn too job. It, I mean, this kid, this kid was paid $600,000 because his name is Biden by a gas company in Ukraine, this super corrupt country that just had a revolution to get rid of corruption. It just looks bad. Yeah, just looks bad. And again, I don't know the entire story. I've read a lot about it. I've talked to a lot of people who have done stuff with with Burisma. Uh, They're, you know, uh, supposedly he was brought on because he was going to help them in the navigation of the political environment in the United States. That was kind of it. His partner, not his partner, but his partner in business, who's John Kerry's kid, say, I don't want any part of this, just looks bad. Right? So him and another guy, they received $50,000 a month. Right? The investigation was supposedly over. They had kind of dropped the investigate. They dropped a lot of investigation. It wasn't just this. Apparently, there wasn't a lot of investigating going on over there. Right? We think we're, oh, we're bad and we're crap. <laughs> Slow your roll. Uh, so... But I just think it's fair to ask certain questions. I got zero problems with that, right? I do. I got zero problems with it. But you know what? He was right about this, and we continue to say it. What if it was, I don't know, somebody with the last name Trump that was a kid? It does sound like something Don Jr. would do. And if Don Jr. did it, it would be all Rachel Maddow was talking about. That's it. Nonstop. Doesn't, you know. I mean, so let's look into everything, and let's look at what was going on. Was there a quick pro quo? With Trump and some others, don't know. We're going to find out. That's what it's about. But everybody says, "Oh, you just don't don't look over here. Don't look over here." When you say that, when Trump says that, oh my God, he's hiding something. When Biden and everybody else say that, oh my God, it's no big deal. They're telling the truth. Trust me. And his name's Biden. Let's be real. Your name's Biden. Your last name. You're probably going to get the opportunity. I mean. Even Emilio Estevez changed his last name, but what do you think? That everybody knew who he was, right? Nicholas Cage, his last name is Coppola. We kind of know who you are. You're going to get the opportunity to get your foot in the door somewhere. It's going to get hotter. That's what you said, Becky. You've lied about the non-soons. It's over today. It is over today. Yeah, there's no more rain. <laughs> no more. No more Not rain. Not until this time next year, and then we don't know if there will be any then either. There's no more rain it's ever. Sad. No, no more. Yeah, and it's going to get hotter. And, you know, today I actually pulled out the old pup- pumpkin spice coffee. I was going to pretend it was fall. It's it going to be up almost almost to 100 again by the end of but, the week. But you know what, though? For all of that, like today was beautiful. Yeah, it, it was. still 90. It was, it it was, was 90. Be- beautiful. It was like 96 by the end of the week. It's we're, we're fine. It still feels like sweater weather compared. Did you see Montana? No, I haven't checked the Three, Montana forecast. four feet of snow? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so let's just all take we a deep We should be thankful. Breath. Yes. Yeah. yes. So everybody take a deep breath. Just, it's just hard to put out the fall decorations at your front door because the sun will fade them before Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that, you know? that, that is that is absolutely true. I'm excited though. I've got I've got some of my Halloween. I'm starting to decorate my Are office you? tomorrow. Are you? I kidding can't me? wait to see. Um, I won last year. I'll probably win again. Do you have interactive things? I would think you are the yeah. kind of person that has interactive right. stuff. Gonna, it's going to be awesome. All it's right. going to be a haunted house over at my little studio. Awesome. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. That is a text line. So three two three five three eight Chad. You can text me direct at Chad Benson shows to Twitter. We're going to talk about a lot today, including what the NCA now faces in California, which is going to be very, very interesting. And L.A. has done something that just makes me shake my head because it is so stupid. It really is so 
dumb. Oh, my goodness me. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. What do you think? Is it okay to investigate Biden's son, too, and everybody? I think it's fair. It is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Is it the chat? Is it the chat? It might be the chat. The chat. The chat was great. <laughs> The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. Americans are now evenly divided on impeachment, with a notable rise among independents and Republicans supporting President Trump's removal from office. A new CNN poll finds 47% of Americans believe the president should be impeached, up from 41% in May. The change is not fueled by Democrats, but the support among independents has grown by 11 points and by 8 points among Republicans. For now, public sentiment is shifting. 45% of Americans oppose the historic move. Down from 54% in May. It's so funny. I posted that and uh, all these Facebook people attacked me. You know, you say, oh, my God, you're just the worst. It's like it's a poll. There's like a thousand polls. By the way, Breitbart has a poll. It's like 100% of people who support the president don't don't believe he should be removed. There you go. Lots of polls out there, people. Lots of polls out there. What will matter, though, is the sentiment of the American public. And if there is going to be a gr- you will know. When it's time to go, you'll ev- if it is. And it might not be. It's just so funny because everybody nobody wants to hear any of, hey, look, we've been looking, we've been studying. This is the evidence we have or don't have. We don't have enough for this or we do have enough for this. Nobody wants to hear that. They want to just you, you, you tell us right now what you think. They're looking into it, right? They're looking into it. If he has done something untoward, if he has really used his position to further his political power and the potential to win, then, yeah, there's a serious issue there, a very serious issue there. And Mitch McConnell and them are going to have to take it up in a real way and look at it. If it's way outblown and there's always a possibility, then you know what? Guess what? Once again, swing and a miss, third time's a charm, time for you to go, Adam Schiff. But everybody wants it now. I want to know today. Today. I need to know now. Today. Settle down. So this guy at the Grand Canyon jumps, right? Like he jumps. I got to ask you a question. What in God's name are you doing ruining everybody else's vacation? Right? Can I, I mean, is that, I mean, it's fair to say I'm there with my family or you're there and you decide, hey, today's the, I'm glad you didn't kill a bunch of people, but. I'm just curious as to why you thought today was the best day to ruin everybody's vacation. I've been on the skywalk before, and I will tell you, if that were to happen the day I was there, I would have been traumatized, and I would have said, give me off this right now. Yeah. But the person who's doing that is not thinking about anybody else. No, I know They're only thinking about themselves. I understand that. But And like I said, at least that person didn't decide today's day, I'm going to kill a bunch of people and then kill myself. I mean, is that the kind of sad place that we are? You know, because God knows out there. I mean, you don't know what happened. I mean, you, again, you don't know what somebody's going through, but it's like, that's just. Is this, it's kind of concerning to me now that someone has done it. You know, yes. everything is viral anymore. 
Yeah. And people jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. That's kind of a thing. And people and survive that, too, by the way. Oh, I don't Did see you see how. that kid a couple years ago who was he was walking with his class, and they and somebody's like, I dare you to jump off. <gasps> and he jumped off, and he was fine. He's like, I was hurt. I was really sore for a few days. I did not see that. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. How old was he? Like, oh, he was like he was like a sophomore, or junior in high school. Not the sharpest kid. No, obviously not. But he wow. survived, right? Like you can't kill stupid. He's got a story though. He has a story. Like hey, check it out. Steve jumped off the Golden Gate. Tell everybody, Steve. It's like having the Ebola virus. I survived the Ebola virus. That's a great party favor. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Let's talk a little sports, college sports, and how it may be changing thanks to California. It is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Feeling confused? No worries. That's why he's here. This is the Chad Benson Show. Setting things straight. One of the most significant days in the history of intercollegiate athletics. For the first time... The lords of the NCAA are not looking down on everyone else and saying, this is how it is going to be. There's some pushback, and that's why this is so significant. I think it's great. I do. I've got zero problems with it. So today, uh, Gavin Newsom uh, signed into law that won't take effect until 2023. Essentially, college athletes will now be able to earn money off their likeness. The schools will not pay them. The NCAA will not pay them. But they will get paid based on their likeness. Like if they do a YouTube if you did a YouTube channel. So let's say let's say uh the Cran here was really good at sports. Yeah, one times he was really good at sports. And let's say he had like 3 or 4 or 500,000 subscribers and he made 2 or 3 grand a month having nothing to do with sports whatsoever. Just having to do with his family life, his dating life, whatever it is. Something goofy. He's having fun, he does impressions. The NCA would come and say if you're going to play sports, you can't have that YouTube. Even though it has nothing to do with it. And they've done that to athletes. So now you're able to earn money off your likeness, and I got no problem with it. They've been making billions off these kids, and I got zero problem with it. But the schools are not paying them. They're not. School's not paying. The NCA is not paying them. It would be like Nike would come and say, hey, Chad, we, for your likeness or a video game we company. Want, or we want you to say how much you love these sneakers. Exactly. And, right? you, and you're going to wear them. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Or, you know, they would say, hey, we would want you to come to a autograph signing session. We're going to pay you a couple grand if you autograph some basketballs for us or whatever. And you say, okay, that's fine. You get the money. The school's not paying you. The NCA's not paying you. you are pay- you're getting paid from a third party. And you know what? This story today, I think that's been you've, – you've explained it way better because it's been a little sideways. It's pretty awesome. Because – you know, it's like, oh, they're they're allowing them to pay. No, they're not getting paid. They're allowed to earn money. That's right. And that's a different story. Here's something most people don't know. If you're a Division One athlete, you can't earn money. If you're a Division One athlete, you cannot earn any money. You can't work a part-time job. You can't do any of these things. You're basically forbidden because back in the day, they would say, you know, get the best football players. And they would say, hey, we need you to turn on the sprinklers. Well, the yeah. sprinklers are electronic or, or we're paying yeah. you $1,000 a month. So... So now you can't do anything at all. So now this gives them an opportunity. And let's be real. A good majority of especially some of the big-time athletes come from the inner city. They don't have a lot of money. There's already some stuff going on, as we know. Look at Tucson. That There's been some issues here. So why not be a little bit more transparent and give kids the opportunity? Now, the weird thing is, is it sets up a very bizarre situation where – 
California may be the only ones that do this, at least right now. I mean, again, it's 2023, but other states are looking at doing something similar. And because of that, you may have like the NCAA is going to be totally fractured. So UCLA and USC will automatically have an advantage because if I'm a kid who's struggling and my family, you know, I all I got is my mom and my grandmother and we got nothing and we're, we're living paycheck to paycheck day to day and I can go to UCLA and make money. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. That's it. I'm going to do it. It the seems op- like they're all going to have to do it. At if, some if point one. in time. Yeah. And the NCAA has been living off these kids and I got no problem with it. If I got a scholarship, right, let's say in science or, or something like that, and I go and I can work for companies that one day I may really work for. We can do certain things. I can make money for the school and I can get paid doing it. That's not fair compared to these kids who are out there busting their butt playing basketball and and football where they're getting a free education. Well, so are other people are getting scholarships and they can work and they can make a living. So that's not fair. How will they find these jobs? Well, a we, lot don't, of, we don't want the sprinkler system job no, again. No, a lot of what is it's going to be, really what it's about is signing autographs, Gatorade, Nike, Adidas, things like that. That's a lot of what it's going to be. It's going to be endorsements. Endorsements are hard, though, to deal with. You've got to have somebody sometimes negotiate well, that for you. Well, that's just it. You can now get an agent that handles just endorsements. They don't handle your actual professional life or your you know contract negotiating with teams, but just originally just working with endorsements. So, yeah, I mean, you know, like what would Zion, what do you think Zion would have made last year? Probably a mil. Yeah, he probably made a half a mil under the table. So he probably made a mil above board. And maybe what you say is, all right, here's the deal. You can get paid only a certain amount of money. The NCAA is going to have to come to the board and say, you guys can get paid only a certain amount of money. And it's going to be put into an escrow account of which you can draw only a certain amount of money against until you leave school. Something simple and real. I got no problem with that. I don't. And I know a lot. And, and when I was in Europe, one of the big things is even kids that are 12 and 11 and 10, the agents are fighting for them for their image rights because teams will use their image and they want their rights to their image. I think this is also a good way for fans to connect with college kids, get to learn, get to know them a little bit better. Yeah. You don't really know who they are. And all of this stems from a guy named Ed O'Bannon, who was out of uh, California. He, he He played for the 95 UCLA National Championships, him and his brother. He saw himself... His buddy's like, hey, I'm playing uh, like, you know, the 95 uh, uh, video game, and there you are. And he didn't get a penny for it. He's like, why am I in a video game, and I don't get anything for it, and I'm out of basketball for a few years? I should be getting paid. And he took took him to court, and he won. And that really just has started the domino effect. So it's going to be interesting. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. A lot of stuff still to get to. Words. We're going to talk about words. We're going to talk about the straw ban in Los Angeles. And wait do you hear what Chelsea Handler said about her just walking out of the store with stuff because she didn't want to stand in line. That's part of her privilege. And I thought, I've known white, black, purple, green even as a kid. You don't steal. You don't steal. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. 
Don't let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. When Marshall Knoll pleaded guilty to first-degree driving under the influence in exchange for the dismissal of two more serious charges, it was his 18th DUI. Prosecutors in Hastings, Minnesota, say the 60-year-old was driving with a suspended license and was high on illicit drugs. The Minneapolis Star Tribune newspaper says Knoll received a three-year prison sentence, but with credit for time served, he'll serve 20 months. This for causing a crash that seriously injured two people in 2017. What in God's name is anybody doing... With 18 DUIs. I mean, you are, I don't think it's a record, but it's, 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 it's massive. What, it, what I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, how are you even have a car? Who in, like nobody stepped to say, hey, 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 how about you don't drive anymore? How about you don't drive anymore? Like, how about maybe just maybe you don't drive ever again. How about this? Don't drive anymore because you're an alcoholic who has absolutely no business driving. How about that? It is a privilege to drive 18 DUIs. I get pissed about DUIs because is there anything other than that you can think of? It is To me, it is the most selfish thing to do, especially in this day and age with rideshare with all of these things, you are making an effort. And I understand sometimes people are close, right? They had one, two, they seem fine, and they're, they're, they're skirting, skirting, the, skirting the edge a little bit. But I, this right here is the stuff that drives me insane. People he hit, bad. One of them had spinal surgery. The other one was in the intensive care and hospitalized for a while, had to have several surgeries. <sighs> 18 DUIs. Think about that for soak that up for a second. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You could tweet at me. So do you guys remember this? All right. Do you guys remember Vice President Biden talking? Now, I want you guys to forget a little bit. I put the whole thing in because it was just kind of funny and it makes me laugh. But there's something in here he talked about that was very interesting. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Photograph. Make sure the kids hear words. A kid coming from a very poor school, a very poor background, will hear four million words fewer spoken by the time they get there. There's so much. No, I'm going to go like the rest of them do. Twice over. Okay. But he did talk about four million words less. And I thought, well, that's really weird, right? Because why is that? Why is that? Well, now there is a pedometer and they are actually putting a word pedometer on certain babies and kids and parents to see how many words less they say. Right? So On a minimum, they say 15,000 words a day for strong language developers. So children from low-income households often get a fraction of that. And my question is why? People don't charge for words. Nobody's getting charged for words. It's free. Do you have nothing to say? Do night Ah, I just don't like my kids. I don't want to talk to them. Why is it? Why is it that it's only low-income kids, right? And what they say it does is it leaves the child less prepared 
for when they have a chance to step in and go from maybe daycare, even a preschool-like setting, to to more of a, uh, a kindergarten. That they're less they're less equipped, if you will. So now they've been giving parents pedometers that track words. And it's very interesting. They said beginning 20 years ago, researchers started counting words in different environments and they extrapolated the results to measure how many words disadvantaged children were missing out on. And I go back to again, why are miss why why are disadvantaged kids missing out on words? What is going on? Cuz words are free. Nobody's charging you for words. What is going on? Nobody is charging. Nobody's saying, "Hey, you know what?" Rich people can speak all they want. They get all the words they want. You are limited in your words. You only get so many words. And if you go over that, we're going to have to charge you like it's minutes. Remember when you said buy minutes for phones? Right? Even now, some people have data, but data, data, whatever you call it. But do you remember that? You're like, dude, I only got so many minutes. I do have unlimited text. People are like, who texts? That was way back when. For you kids who don't quite understand, Crans look at me like, what? But yeah, there used to be a time when it's like, my minutes, I only got so many minutes, so I got to use them wisely. It's not that way when it comes to vocabulary. It's insane. But I continue. They say the gap is about 30 million words during a five-year period when the child is in development. This according to Kenneth Wong, professor and director at the Urban Education Institute at Brown University, which has been studying the results of the Providence Talk program. That's an enormous gap. The question is, what can we do about the challenge so they can come to school prepared? My question is, why are you not talking to your kids? Why are you not? Why are you not talking to your kids? What is it? Well, there's probably a lot of things. Maybe mom says 7,500 to 8,000 words a day. Mom's working. Maybe the child only has mom or grandma. Maybe dad's not around, right? Maybe they're working so many jobs, you sparingly see the child comparatively to others. Possibility. But I'm still curious as to why it's low-income people that don't get that many words spoken to them. Right? You would think if you're with your child, you're going to speak to your child. You would like to think you're going to. Do you think it's not important? Maybe that's it? I don't know. I just found it weird. And the way they make it out to, it's like, well, the rich have the advantage because they have all the words. <laughs> they keep them over in there, and that's safe. The word's safe. And they take them out, and they're like, do you want to? No, no, we're not sharing these with anybody. Bernie's like, I can't believe these people have all the words. I'm taking the words back. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Yeah, look, words are important. And it's absolutely imperative that you speak to your children. It's absolutely imperative that you that you read to them and that you get them in. Because if you talk to any teacher, I'm telling you, education and stuff starts at home. I get that. But this was just a very weird kind of thing that only that is. And I'm telling you, I have a feeling one of the big elephants is the room. When you talk to people, when it comes to low income, people who struggle as far as income goes, right? The poverty stricken, whatever they want to call it. You watch and you see that more often than not, it's mom by herself. Dad's not around for whatever reason. But we won't bring that up in these kind of conversations for what's not to hurt someone's feelings. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.